and welcome to Delusions of Grandeur. I'm Lady Naomi and I'm here today with Chrissy Marie. Hey, Chrissy Marie, how you doing? I'm good, yeah. Welcome to podcast episode 36. 36. Wow. Yeah. I don't even remember being 36 years old. Oh, I That's do. a lot. We've done overrated. a lot. Yeah. No. We've done a lot. <laughs> we have. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, what are we talking about today? Well, it's a controversial kind of topic. Somewhat divisive. Uh, politics? No. Religion? Nope. Nope. Uh, uh, oh. Are books relevant? Oh, well, very quick subject today. Yes. Okay, mm. what are we talking about next week? <laughs> nice try. I actually don't share your opinion on this. Oh, my God. Why? I know. What, why? Why don't you like books? It's not that I don't love books. So, I love... I've got many a pile of books. I love the idea of a book i like the decorative properties of a book i like books but i don't use them i my preferred method of absorbing content from a book is having it read to me and i love an audio book and so i'm i'm on audible uh which also hosts our podcast just fyi sneaky little plug in there I love I love listening to a Brené Brown book when it's narrated by Brené Brown. Cassandra. That's, oh my god, I cannot find anything more amazing in the world or any I think I listened to The Alchemist that was narrated by Jeremy Irons and he's just got such a sexy raw voice. Raw. And so the book was great, but also I enjoyed my little conversation with Jeremy Irons when he read me that book because that's what they do. They sit me down yeah, but it wasn't a conversation. No, no. Well, it, it was when I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. What a great, like, it was, I, that's what I do when I'm reading a book. Okay. I have some aha moments and that uh-huh. kind of thing. Uh-huh. But I <laughs> I absolutely love an audiobook. And all I can put it back to is because I, I love studying. And so typically books for me equal work and study and having to derive meaning or get content out of the stuff I'm reading. So I find it very difficult to read for pleasure. And so the idea of even, and I've tried a couple of times because my mum loves books. Like she, she will inhale and devour a book in a matter of days. But, and she's like, you have some books. I'm like, yeah, cool. Like, <laughs> thanks for the book. Um, but the act of sitting still and reading a book, just I... I don't think I can, like, I just, I can't, obviously can't do that. Although, I did successfully read the Dave Grohl book. I think it was a storyteller. That was for Christmas, wasn't it? I got that for Christmas. Uh-huh. But then I, like, I feel bad because I got a whole collection of books for Christmas. Oh, and you... And I've only read that one. Mm. I've attempted to read the other books I got mm. and I, I start reading and I'm like, yeah, no, this isn't going to work. Whereas the Dave Grohl book, there was something about it where I was just compelled to keep reading so i i love the idea of a book (laughs) but they they just don't work for me and so when we say a book's relevant i i think they're losing their relevance because of things like audiobooks or um other ways to be able to listen to and engage with content rather than sitting still and having to turn pages and that kind of thing okay well, you're I disagree. Up. You're up. <laughs> yeah. I disagree because even if it's an audio book, it's still a fucking book, mate. It's not a physical book, though. Yeah, it has to be at some stage because someone's reading it. 
Someone's reading it to you. Jeremy Irons is reading you a book. He's not there with the book, though. He's there with pages or the transcript of the actual book. So what's a book without pages? <laughs> God, I'm not meaning to be pedantic here, but there's still a book in the vo- involved. There's still a book in the background. But, yeah, I mean, I do. I enjoy the odd Audible-type book, mm-hmm. uh, although I do tend to use something called BorrowBox from the library mm-hmm. um, if it's something that I can't get my little mitts on locally. But yeah, I do. I do like to hold a book. I like to uh, read a book. I like to buy a book. <laughs> I love to buy a book, uh, but I, I perhaps don't absorb as well as I used to because I've had um, an injury, um, some medication issues. Uh, but yeah, if I look around where we are now, there's quite a few piles of books, um, and I'm in the process of converting my one of my bedrooms to a library mm. because I just like to touch the feel, the weight of a book. I, and I, I have a, a friend who will write notes inside a book <gasps> in pencil. Oh my God. And I, I can see the value in it, but oh my God, I can't do it myself. It's <laughs> sacrilege to deface a book like that. I hate it when a dust cover gets damaged. I do prefer a hardcover book to a softcover book. Um, I do prefer um, non-fiction. I find fiction very hard to absorb. I don't. I don't like reading a fictitious story because I don't like it when it ends. That's that's it. Whereas I can read about Captain Bly, and I know there's going to be another book with another perspective, with some other news or some other information in it. Mm-hmm. But a novel. Some fiction, it ends, and I hate that. Okay. So I am a little bit discriminatory. You are in my love of books. Mm. But yeah, I do. I do enjoy a book. Do you think that books are as relevant today as they were twenty, fifty, a hundred years ago? I think there's better ways of getting the information now than there was. Mm-hmm. And if someone uses uh, an audio system to absorb and understand a book. Great, mm. but it was still a book to start with. Mm-hmm. I think you're very, very obsessed with that particular book, point, book, are you? Book, <laughs> book, 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 a book's book. a book. A book's a book. A book is a book. Yeah. Um. I what I don't like about there's some photography books on my lounge room floor at the moment. I don't like them because I broke my toe when I kicked them some weeks ago. <laughs> oh, you could have just picked them up. Oh no, they're um, all part of the you know greater renovation that's going on. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know that. Uh, Reading a book on a device, a tablet mm. or a Kindle, that doesn't work for me. I don't know whether it's because I don't like it to be backlit. Mm. I don't. I, I like black print on a white page, not the other way around, which mm-hmm. some of the like Kindles do. Mm. Um, and also, you know, if you fall asleep holding that, it hurts when it smacks you in the head. <laughs> whereas a book's perhaps not as damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I think libraries are relevant. Oh, yeah. So libraries have worked out that there's more to libraries than books now. and mm-hmm. um, So even they know that they're not as relevant as, as relevant. maybe they were. <laughs> or maybe they've just uh, accessorised or um, added, value added to the book. There's a local library not far from here that runs a sewing class 
Mm-hmm. You know, and they they supply the machines because it's a way of getting in. There's a the, the books are so library. boring; they have to entice people into a library perhaps, with a sewing machine. <laughs> the Newcastle Library has a podcast room where you can go and rent it out and record your own podcast, mm-hmm. which we hardly recommend because recording a podcast can be a bit of fun. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't tend to go to libraries. I think the last time I went to a library was to listen to a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Um. They're, they're good for kids. They're good for socialising for children. But, but I... But you've got to be quiet in a library. I know, and I don't like <laughs> I don't like other people touching my books. Therefore, I don't like going to a library and <laughs> touching books that other people have touched. That's problematic in a library. <laughs> it is. It really is. But I do I do uh, borrow from BorrowBox, which is an, uh, uh, books that can be read to you by either the author or someone else who's got an appropriate voice. Mm-hmm. So do you – so you obviously keep books. Like you've, you've got enough books to form a library. Yeah. How yeah. often do you then go back and look through the books that you have? Depending on the subject. Uh-huh. So if uh, – so the the books fall into categories here. So there's a – there's the photography series and then there's the history series mm. and then there's the antique series. Mm. So if I'm looking for the age or some information about the manufacture of a particular piece of silver, I'll go back to those books. Um, the Australian history, maritime history books, yeah, all the time. I'll, because often they have additions in them like maps or diagrams of a ship or something like that or I just want to check something I've read or compare one author's opinion to another. So I'll go back to those. Mm-hmm. Photography books, I'm in and out of all the time. So mm-hmm. I might read um, a couple of chapters of one and then go and read something of something else. Mm-hmm. Um, it's rare that I'll read a photography book cover to cover, yeah. but a history book I will read cover to cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, the silver antique style books, I tend to use them just for reference. Yeah. So yeah, I have three different relationships with the majority of those books. Mm-hmm. So the, the ones on the pile there that you, you broke your toe on, yeah. how often would they get a run? Well, there's one book there that we bought when I was in Canberra uh-huh. that is still hermetically sealed. <laughs> this is the point I'm trying to make. Because, well, no, the reason is I, it's it's about 400 pages and and I want to be able to sit and read it from cover to cover and I just never seem to have enough time. Mm. Like I know, yes, I did just have seven weeks <laughs> off work, but I certainly wasn't in much of a condition to read a lot of that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's getting closer and closer that that one gets unwrapped. <laughs> Fair enough. But I also find it hard to buy a book that is sealed. I want to see what's on the inside. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I have the same conundrum with a planner. So everyone wants to keep their layout of a yearly planner very secret squirrel. Oh, really? I know. It's like, just show me what the layout is and I'll let you know if I want to buy it or not. Like, I'm, I don't okay. want to copy it. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to steal your trade secrets on your layout of your, your planner. Just show me what it looks like. Oh, okay. And yeah, books books are kind of the same. But I, I, again, I love the idea of a book. I love the concept of a book. I have many, many books, many beautiful books. But the day-to-day reality of if I need to know something – that's in any of them books, I'm Googling You'll it. You'll just Google. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Because I need that short, sharp information. Even university textbooks, because I've paid so much for the textbooks, I think I've got all of them. 
because I was like, their, their, their resale value is ridiculously low. And I'm like, I actually paid $190 for one of my textbooks. And guess what? I'm keeping it because it's like a, a yeah, memento. Wow. And so I'm never going to go and see, like, I'm never going to read that again. But I think even as though, because those books were from my first degree, by the time I was doing my second degree, all of the readings were online. You didn't physically have oh, to wow. buy a book. Um, which was part of, for me, part of the attraction of online learning because it was always that process of where you had to line up at the bookshop and pray that they had your book in stock. And that was and always an issue. It was the same was. for me when I was at, at uni. The, you could never get the readings. Yep. You could never buy the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one where we actually, there were like three or four of us that all chipped in for this book because it was so ridiculously expensive and they hadn't, like they didn't have enough copies for oh, everyone wow. to have. So then we had to work out this big complex roster about who got the book. Like oh, wow. it was like more drama than it should have been to be able to access a resource for a course that you have to do. Um, mm. And so, and I think... I just have that funny, complicated relationship with books because either they've been unattainable or expensive or, and that was one of my biggest gripes is paying over a hundred dollars for a book that we referenced once. See, I have no issue paying over a hundred dollars for a book that I can touch, absorb, enjoy. Not when I needed a paragraph of it. No, like no. that, and, and it's different use. And that creates that yeah. creates resentment around oh, the book yeah. industry, and it creates resentment yeah. around books themselves. So yeah, as I have a complex relationship yeah. <laughs> with books, but then things like you know, say the Leica magazine, where it's just images and images. I will pour over that. I'll get a magazine and I will read and reread multiple many many times Mm, but you don't want a subscription even though you know someone who knows you and cares about you has wanted to gift you a subscription (laughs) and you're just being an ass and saying no constantly no i just i know exactly how much it costs with the conversion and and it's not a cost that i expect my dear friend to bear no (laughs) i do recall at one stage i tried to buy you a a book in italian for your birthday (laughs) and what a goddamn fiasco that was <laughs> it took weeks and and finally you did get the italian book which i suspect you're out of love with italy at the moment because you can't just can't get there yeah. so i suspect you're yet to read that and I, I, I do have some books that i'm yet to read even with the italian book though i was able to look at it and go i get the gist of what this is about yeah so i was very pleased that i could do that but then also there was the barrier that i hadn't learned enough italian to fully yeah. enjoy the yeah. book so uh, yeah when i'm you know lounging around in italy and drinking my wine and eating my pizza i'll be able to read my book and you'll see be... italian novels everywhere there that's exactly right. whereas they're a bit hard to find when you're here <laughs> exactly italian no- novels in italian would yeah, be very difficult italian, to, yeah. Yeah. to to come by but uh, yeah, and as I said, like I, I don't dislike books. I, for me though, books are almost decorative. They're they're a, a beautiful thing to have that adorn coffee tables or fill, you know, bookcases um, in in kind of decorative kind of ways. Again, I I love the odd book here and there, but my go to when I'm really looking for something to do, it's I've got the audio book on. And I'm cleaning the house or I'm organising something or mm. sorting something or driving somewhere or on the train somewhere. And, and then that book is being read to me in that way. So, yeah, I love books. Big fan. I think the way that we engage with them has changed and will continue to change historically. And unfortunately, I feel like 
where we're headed as a society, the value of books will continue. To, the value of certain books will continue to decline. And what because, concerns me there? Sorry, mm. I'm butting in. Feeling you finish? I was just going to, and s- then I will have my say. <laughs> I was just going to say because things like you know Instagram and and that have really grown in prominence where. Um, we have such a short attention span that we no longer will read words on a post. We have to put it in a video just for people to be able to engage with that content or listen to that or, mm. or get our message. And unless someone's going to, you know, maybe that's the why Audible is such a big thing is because I, I don't have the attention span to sit and read a book. But I feel like everyone's after that short, sharp and, and things like, um, what's it called? Blinkist is a website where you can sign up for it and they just give you the gist of the book. Oh, really? <laughs> they okay. give you the main points. Oh, don't you don't have to read the whole book. Don't worry. We've got your bestie. We will give you the gist of the book and the main points. And that, that scares me for people, instead of someone reading a book and interpreting it a certain way and gaining understanding or going on that journey, to be able to get one person's abbreviated summary of what that book may or may not be I think that you start losing meaning in Mm. the books and you start potentially skewing the meaning of books when it's it's broken down to such simplistic components so yeah for me sort of moving as a society I think that books are something that will continue to change and evolve and I just hope we never get to a point where people stop reading books and they take somebody's summary of a book as their fact of reading that book um Mm. and i just i worry that that sometimes happens currently you mentioned earlier that if you need something in a hurry you'll go and you'll google it yeah and that's part of the problem i have where i feel books are still relevant because you can put anything on the net yeah there need not be truth to it yep whereas you're not going to get a book published unless you've done your research if it's a a book for which research is valid Mm. um so yeah i i find that i would rather go and have a look at the book and look at different authors opinions as opposed to googling and getting what may or may not be correct yeah and i I guess it comes down to content so if you're looking for historically correct references and that kind of thing whereas i'm looking for what temperature does my kiln need to be to be cone 06 (laughs) like (laughs) exactly and so like that that information is widely available and i often do check it for a range of sources so it's it's very much what they teach kids in school and what they teach people in uni is be be checking the information that you're getting and don't go to mm. Wikipedia as a source and that kind of thing. But for the type of information, I just need that short, sharp, give me the number, give me the thing, give me the address, give me the process, mm. um, give me the recipe um, even. I don't want to be trawling through a recipe book, even though we have many. We've, we've retained many cookbooks. True. <laughs> but we don't actually follow the cookbook no, step no. by step by step because we've got the thermomix and so it tells us like what what, what the next? steps are so I, I don't need the book to actually break that down for me um and i think you know even things like covid and and you know covid covid covid, 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 COVID. Uh, has been one of those things where again the interwebs and that short sharp information has been quite detrimental because someone has been able to just jump on and an opinion has been expressed or the you know like a reporter's interpretation of what a government official or a health official has said then becomes the truth of the matter online and again it's that interpretation of instead of reporting on the facts and saying exactly what was said there's always been that slant of you know 
where they add, kind of add that emotive language or they they don't understand it themselves and so they're regurgitating incorrect information which then gets perpetuated because it's it's replicated many times over. And because primarily it's an opinion. It is, it mm. is. You know, whereas things like scholarly articles, like that was always the stuff, you know, going through uni was you, you you go to these scholarly articles because they've had to have been vetted by other people yeah. and approved yeah. and these, you know, research and theories and that kind of thing that exists. It's not just one person's opinion. It's not an influencer who stood up and gone, I think that this is what happens. It's actually this fact behind it and there's been a lot of hard work and a lot of research go behind mm. it. And so I think that, yeah, there's, there's obviously – vast differences between the relevance of books if you're an academic or the relevance of books if you're a history buff or the relevance of books if you just want to be able to listen to fiction or listen to a self-help book but may not necessarily have the time to sit down Mm. and read. And I I did mention earlier that I have the preference for a hard cover over a soft cover. Mm. There was a trend a couple of years ago for a rough cut edge of the pages? Of the pages, mm. yeah. It was very popular for American publications. Oh, my God, I can't stand it. <laughs> you know, I know it says more about me than about books in general, but I could not stand the rough cut edge. I think we've got a couple of things we need to unpack after this episode. Oh, there may well be. <laughs> it's a safe space, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yucky. Well, what does concern me is the amount of uh, natural resources that are killed to make a book. Mm. Um, and that, you know, often you'll see in the front piece of a book that they're made with a uh, from from stock that is grown specifically mm. for for harvesting. Uh, but it wasn't always that way. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. And we would love to hear all about your. Are you a book person? Do you love books? Do you not get into books? What's your story? A bookie or not? Are they still relevant? Hit us yes. up, Delusions of Grandeur podcast, on Facebook and Instagram. And let us know. Let us know what your favourite book is. Let us know what oh. book, What was the worst book that you would Do you have a favourite book? Uh, well, maybe. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple. So and I still I actually found them the other day when I was going through all of my books in my study. So the first one is it's a personalized book that I got when I was a kid. And so it's like Kristen and Amanda Ann because that was my Cabbage Patch doll and we wanted a Cabbage Patch doll adventure. Okay. And I know my brother has one that's got the elf, like elf, the yeah, alien yeah. life form. Um, but then there's also a book that I have in my display case in my study is a book that I got when I was in year two. And it says, beware princess. And I have kept that book because my year one teacher gave it to me when I was in hospital with an ear infection. And it was like this plucky little princess who defeated a dragon. And, and she was Aww. kind of, I really love the, it's, it's just this cute little hardcover little book. Um, but I just love the story and love the sentiment of it because, um, yeah. And, and so I still have that book to this day. Uh, but I'm funny with books. Like I, I find it really hard to let go of a book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There, there's some I regret having passed on. Mm. Oh, oh, well, you know, you live and learn. Yeah. Uh, there's always another one to fill the, the space. <laughs> Don't worry, there's plenty of books. It's okay. There's plenty of books. <laughs> but I, I'm finding it hard now to find something that I don't already have <laughs> in the areas that I have interest. <laughs> and that annoys me. And, and like the book that's on the floor that hasn't been read... Mm. It's like I know that that book is going to be important to me mm-hmm. and will give me a lot of good information. Mm, just haven't cracked it yet. And I just 
I just have to be in the right space to do it. How many years ago was it that we went there? Oh, it was two years, I think, since <laughs> we went to Canberra. But to be honest, I, I bought a box full of books that day. You did buy a lot of books. <laughs> and I, this is the only one that's not been opened. because of, and, and it was the one that was like, oh, I really desperately need that. And it was ridiculously expensive. Mm. Um, and they are often ridiculously expensive. But it's good that they're available to people in the library. Just don't touch them, okay? Yeah. If it's one I want to look at, just don't touch it. <laughs> just please don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. We just, you know, use your white gloves. That's it. You just yeah. need a little rule where, yeah. where we bring that back into oh, libraries. Yeah. Next week, we are talking about as a subject that I think you touched on in our resignation um, episode back in 22, health funds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's do that. Let's talk about that next week. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure we each have some unique Health fundy stories. Health fundy stories and perspectives on that one. So yeah, we'll, right. we'll unpack it a bit more. All right. We'll uh, catch you then. It sounds like a plan. Bye. Bye.